Welcome, everyone, to the January personal edition of the Learning to Lead podcast. Uh, My name is Doug Smith, and I'm excited to be with you today. Today, I'm going to be talking to you on the subject of setting goals and really how to make the most of of this new year, how to make the most of 2013 or any year that you might be listening to this. Um, But before we do... Um, just a little take care of business. I uh, just want to remind you that um, we had a, a great interview in the beginning of the month with Lisa Slayton, who is the interim CEO and president of Serving Leaders. If you haven't had the opportunity to listen to that, I highly encourage you to. Uh, it was an absolutely great interview, and uh, you'll learn a lot from Lisa. Uh, she's one of my heroes, and I look up to her a lot. So I encourage you to listen to that. I might also encourage you to, to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, and you can also sign up for my Doug Smith Live newsletter and my goal is to get that out twice a month recently it's been about once a month but uh it's just a newsletter that i try to send out with some deeper content with more resources available to you and just keep you up uh to date with everything going on so you can subscribe to that um with the link in the show notes and so that's it thank you so much for listening to this again i hope this podcast adds value to your life if there's any leaders that you think would be great for me to interview i would love to know about that you can um just email me at dougsmithlive at gmail.com or you can tweet me at dougsmithlive or find me on facebook and just let me know hey i think it would be great if you could interview this person and also when it comes to personal subjects if there's something you would like to hear me talk about uh, last month i talked about a year-end review process this month I'm talking about goal setting. If there's something that's specific, let me know. I'd love to hear um, your suggestions on what you would want to hear from me. And so, uh, again, thanks for listening, and I hope this adds value to your life. And so we'll jump right into this, um, making the most of 2013 by goal, with setting goals. And um, before, I, before I go into the specifics about how to set goals, I just want to talk to you about why you should set goals. Um, I never started setting goals until 2004, and I was 18 years old and just started interning at a church. And recently I was asked, um, as a part of the Serving Leaders cohort, they said, we had to tell three stories, and one of the stories I was asked to share was, hey, tell us an accomplishment um, from when you were younger. And, and I really, really thought, I'm like, wow, I don't know. I, don't, I didn't have any accomplishments from zero to 18 and so I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, and finally I said, well, you know what, I've always been good with people. Um, I've been able to have a lot of friends and make friends in basically every uh, peer group. So I guess I'm good with people. That's my biggest accomplishment in my first 18 years. And I look over the past 10 years, and I can name several accomplishments or several things that I've achieved. And the difference is... My first 18 years, I was very unintentional and set no goals. My past, the past 10 years of my life, I've been very, very intentional and very purposeful and set lots of goals. And my life has never been the same. And so uh, that's a little bit about my journey of setting goals. Um, again, I started interning at a church and I was under my, one of my heroes, Pastor Larry Betancourt. And he actually taught me about goal setting. We set goals for uh, the ministry that we were working in. And then he showed me how to set personal goals as well. It was the first time I ever set goals by myself. And it was actually fun. I was looking back through all the goals that I've set over the years. And when you go back after you've been setting goals for a while, it's always fun to see what you were chasing, you know, five, six, seven, eight years ago. And uh, it's so funny. What I thought were huge goals in 2004 seemed very, very small compared to what I'm setting now. And hopefully in five years, the goals I'm setting now seem very, very small to me as well. And um, why? Because you've grown, you've achieved, you've become more. And so 
I just want to encourage you that the goal setting has been um, absolutely essential to becoming who I am today. And I promise you that if you if you do set goals, I hope this will help you just um, refine that process. And if you've never set goals, I hope this will help you create a system to set them for the first time. And again, just as a preface, with everything um, that I teach, I said this with my year-end review process, and I'll say the same about my goal-setting process. This is my process, okay? I've been learning about goal-setting and things like that for eight years from a lot of different sources, and I just take the best of what I've learned and apply what works best for me. And that's what I would encourage you to do. Listen, my system might not work for you. Someone else's system might not work for you. But if you can take a little bit from me and a little bit from other people and make your own system, that's what you want to do. Because the best system is the one you'll do, right? The best system for setting goals is the system you'll actually do. The best workout is the one you actually do, right? So the key here isn't, hey, how can I copy what Doug does? The the goal here is how can I create a system for me that works for me that I carry out day in, day out, and year in, and year out. And so I hope that encourages you. So uh, just to reinforce this point of why you should set goals, Brian Tracy said this. He said, the one thing I've discovered in over 30 years of researching success patterns is that a person of average intelligence who has the ability to set, ability to set, set clear goals and has the discipline to maintain a goal-achieving mindset is 90% more likely to succeed than a genius without a plan. He also said, did you know that only 3% of adults set goals and that this 3% can accomplish 10 times more than those without goals? And I absolutely believe that. I can see that. I can see it in my own life. I've accomplished more in the past eight years that I've been setting goals than the past than the previous 18 years, or however many years I've been setting goals. I might not have all the math right there. But I've accomplished so much more. And I know, I, I look at people that have goals with their life versus people who don't. And without a doubt, the people who set goals for themselves outperform the people without goals every time. But perhaps the greatest reason you should set goals for yourself is uh, what Jim Rohn says. He says this. He said, the ultimate reason for setting goals is to entice you to become the person it takes to achieve them. Let me repeat that. The ultimate reason for setting goals is to entice you to become the person it takes to achieve them. And I love that. And, and that's, that's my biggest passion is, hey, every year I just want to grow farther and become more than I was yesterday. I want to go to another level. And that's what goals do. Right when you when you go and you achieve a goal and it took you a year to achieve, it's great and it feels great to achieve that and uh, it's great to celebrate that. But the greatest part about achieving a goal isn't achieving the goal; it's becoming who it took to achieve that goal. Right? If you have a goal of being a CEO one day, when you become a CEO, it's not like, wow, I got this awesome position. No, it's, hey, I became a person who could be a CEO. I, I became someone that can have this leadership position. It's all about becoming. It's not about doing. It's not about achieving. It's who you can become. And that's why it's so important to set goals. So let's talk a little bit about this. I want to talk to you about setting and writing down your goals. There's something very, very powerful about writing down your goals. In fact, if you just Google 
Why should I write out my goals? There's tons of research uh, on the power of writing it down. There's something about putting pen to paper that that makes us just achieve more. I, I don't know what it is. I, I can't explain it. Perhaps my favorite story that I've heard about it is Lou Holtz. Um, Basically, he was the coach at Notre Dame, coached him to a national championship. He's accomplished so much in his life. But at one point in his life, he had a job and actually got laid off from it. And he went home and and was just depressed and and just thought he was a failure, thought he was done in life. And his wife actually encouraged him, gave him a piece of paper and said, I want you to write out a list of everything. If If you had an ideal life and you could list everything you ever wanted to accomplish, write it down no matter how big it may seem. And he wrote down things like coaching. Notre Dame, uh, take them to a national championship and win the national fo- championship in football. And he wrote down, uh, I think it was like 119 things. And you can Google this story for the specifics. But he came up with a list of 119 things. And it, it's been, I forget how many years it's been since then, but to this day, he's accomplished like 107 of the 119. Other things on the list were, you know, have uh, have lunch with the president at the White House, etc. I mean, just outrageous goals, but he wrote it down. And he, again, he's accomplished 107 of those to date out of the 119. And when people ask him, hey, what do you accredit you achieving those goals to? He always says, I don't know what it is, but I, I credit that to writing them down. There's something about writing them down. And so when we talk about writing goals, I just encourage you to have them written physically somewhere. Um, and just to give you some ideas, these are some areas that I set goals in. Just to, to again, you create your own system, but these are areas that I set goals in. Excuse me. I set goals in B, I, I set what I call B goals. Um, I've learned that too often we set do goals and it's, hey, what can I do, what can I do, what can I do? And we don't focus on who we need, want to become. So I just really focus on, hey, what are my goals? Who do I want to become this year that I wasn't last year? Do I want to become a better husband? So what does that look like? I want to become a better fundraiser. And just really just try to focus, hey, at the end of 2013, if I want to say I became more of this or I became that, what would that look like? I set spiritual goals. I, I uh, set financial goals, career goals, family, physical goals, what I call ship goals. That's just, hey, what do I want to put out there? What do I want to, to publish and actually ship? So an example of that is this year I want to, to write and publish and ship an ebook. I want to put it out there. And so that's something that I want to put out. Last year, I wanted to put this podcast out. This was something that was a, a ship goal for me that I actually shipped in January of um, 2012. And so just what are the things that I actually want to put out there to the world this year? I have bucket list goals. And that's just, I have a bucket list and I just try to pick two or three per year that I can knock off and try to to make those goals. And then I make a list of just people that I'd like to meet. That's, those are goals too. Who are the people that I would love to connect with, love to be around? And I I dream big. This year, it's been on my list for a while, but I want to meet Mike Tomlin and I want to interview him and talk to him about leadership. And he's the coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't know if it'll ever happen, but hey, I'm going to dream big, right? There's no reason not to. In fact, that's what I want to encourage you. When you set your goals... Listen, you might share them with one or two other people, but you're the only one really that are going to see them every day and care about them more than anybody else. And so I just encourage you to dream big. Michael Hyatt said, if your goals don't scare you, you aren't thinking big enough. If your goals don't scare you, you aren't thinking big enough. I love that. 
Do you know what connecting with Mike Tomlin makes me think about? It scares me to death, but I would absolutely love it at the same time. I mean, that's a huge goal for me. H. Jackson Brown said this. He said, 20 years from now, you'll be more disappointed by the things you did not do rather rather than the ones you did do. Let me repeat that. 20 years from now, you'll be more disappointed by the things you did not do than by the ones you actually did do. So, God, I just want to encourage you, dream big. In 20 years, you're going to say, why didn't I dream bigger? Again, when I look back on my 2004 goals, I'm like, that's all, that's as big as I could dream in 2004? What was I thinking? I wish I could have thought 10 times bigger. And that's a principle that I'd really encourage you to. When you set your goals, look over them and then multiply them by 10. Try to make them 10 times bigger. So if you set a goal for X, hey, how can I make this as big as possible? How can I dream even bigger? Again, let yourself dream. There's something about imagining what we can do and what we're able to accomplish that just fires you up and gets you excited. And listen, yeah, just set big goals. So as you think about the areas that you want to set goals in, let's talk about how to actually set them. So you're dreaming big, you're setting goals in these different areas. Um, the, the acronym that I use and the way that I set goals is, is they're called SMART goals. Again, it's an acronym, SMART, and we're going to go through each letter. Um, SMART goals. Uh, the S stands for specific. Are they specific goals? Saying, I want to lose weight is not a specific goal. Saying, I want to lose 20 pounds that's a specific goal. I want to get down to 7% body fat percentage. I want to save $5,000, right? You need to get specific about your goals. Too many times we just make these broad goals. I want, etc. It's what I just talked about. So are they specific? Number two is you look over your goals. Are they measurable? Can you actually measure them? I have a goal, for instance, in fundraising. My goal every day at work is to make at least 10 phone calls to donors and five thank you cards and write th- five thank you cards. That is a measurable goal. Why? Because at the end of the day, I can measure it. I can say, yes, I made 10 calls or no, I did not make them 10 calls. I wrote five thank you cards or I did not write five thank you cards. It's a measurable goal. Maybe it's an exercise goal. Okay, I have a goal of working out five days a week. That's measurable. I either did work out five days a week or I didn't. Are your goals measurable? Number three, are they attainable? Are they realistic? Listen, again, I told you to dream as big as possible, but actually think about are they, are they realistic? And maybe they're realistic in your lifetime, but maybe they're not realistic in one year's time. It might take you multiple years to do something. But just realize, are these realistic and attainable goals? The R stands for relevant. Are they relevant to your priorities? Listen, you can aim for a lot of things in life, but you really have to ask yourself the question, what's really, really important? Is this relevant to, to where I'm headed in life? Is this relevant to what my priorities are? Are they relevant? And then finally, the T stands for time-sensitive. And I want to take a few seconds on this one, or a few minutes, because this is really important. And time-sensitive means that you add deadlines to your goals. You add deadlines. You add a date and time that's, hey, by this date, the goal is going to be accomplished. And this is something I never did in the first probably... Wow, seven years. I've only started doing this last year in 2012. Um, And a lot of times I'd have big goals, but I'd never accomplish them because I didn't put a date to them. Uh, In fact, I remember Mark Batterson, one of my favorite authors. He's a pastor in Washington, D.C. He talked about from, from the time he was a teenager, he felt like God put a call in his life to write. And he always wanted to write a book. 
But year in after year after year after year would pass, and he never wrote a book. Until he was 35 years old. And, and what enabled him to write a book when he was 35 is he had a deadline. He had a deadline, and so he, because he had a deadline, he accomplished his goal. And he talked about Parkinson's Law. Parkinson's Law, if you look it up, it actually states this, that work expands so as to fill the time available for its completion. Work expands so as to fill the time available for its completion. If you just say, hey, I'm going to get in the best shape of my life and don't put a goal on it or a time on it, years will pass. I promise you, you need to put deadlines on your goals. Same thing that happened with Mark with his book. He actually said this about the whole process. He said, dreams without deadlines are dead in the water. Deadlines are lifelines to our dreams. I love that. Deadlines are lifelines to our dreams. And so I would just run down, again, examples of mine. I want to pay off all of my student loans by December 31st, 2013. I want my student loans gone, paid for, boom. That's, that's a goal of mine. It's time specific. I want it done by the end of the year. Um, that's it. So set a date and time for when you want to achieve your goals with each of those. And again, make sure the timeline is realistic as well um, when you do that. So again, SMART, I'll just run through them one more time. Are your goals specific? Are they measurable? Are they attainable? Are they relevant? And are they time sensitive? So that's, those are some things you want to do as you write your goals. Now I want to get into a little more uh, of the practical. Hey, how can we actually make our goals happen? How can we go from writing our goals down on paper to actually seeing them achieved? And um, a few steps about this. The first thing I want to encourage you to do, and this is something I've just started this year, but I see the power in it already, and that is to write down your top 10 goals on a weekly basis on paper. Write out your top 10 goals on a piece of paper on a weekly basis. So you should set a reminder in your calendar every Monday or whenever you want it to be at a certain time. Hey, at this time, I'm going to write out my top 10 goals. Now, this is without looking at any of the other goals that you've written. This is just, hey, on Monday morning, I'm going to write down, if I could accomplish anything in the next year, 10 things, what would it be? super awesome if I achieved. What are those 10 things? And you're going to write them down. And they might be the same thing every 10 weeks. I mean, every week. They might be the exact same 10. They might not be. And what this exercise will do is, one, it'll keep your goals fresh in your mind. Two, you might have goals that you set that you think are important and think that they're, you know, first priority, but they end up not being. And so I just encourage you to write down your top 10 goals every single week to stay focused on them. There's something powerful about doing this. I've been doing it for three weeks now, and it's incredible. Something else with those top 10, once you start getting the reoccurring theme, write them in your phone. You know, um, I use an app called Awesome Note, and it's where I do all of my to-do lists. And I actually have a folder that's just my top 10 goals. And so when I'm doing my daily to-do list, I'll just click on top 10 goals and just quickly look down at my goals. Why? Because it keeps me focused on my day. When I see my goals in front of me and see those 10 goals, it gets me more excited about what I can do today. And it reminds me of why I'm doing what I do today. So write down your top 10 goals and keep them in front of you at least once a week, if not more. If you can write down 10 every day, that's even better. So now that you've written down your goals, let's talk about, again, how to, to make them actually happen. And the only way to do that is to break your goals into smaller steps. Uh, it's what we call reverse engineering your goals. 
Some people call it master planning. But basically, you want to take each one of those 10 goals, or however many you set, and, and take one and say, okay, I'll just take my student loans, for example. Okay, in order for me to pay off my student loans, what are some things that need to happen? What do I need to do? If it's December 31st and I have, I'm, I'm at the point I've paid off my loans, what would have needed to happen in the previous 12 months, January through the end of December, to make that goal, to achieve that goal? I actually, I did this, and um, let me pull up. Give me one sec. I wrote out, I reverse engineered the school. Mm. All right. I'm looking for the school loans. Here we go. So, all right. So this is reverse engineering my, my school loans. I need to pay off X amount down every single month, right? I have a specific number. I've broken down the, the large amount into to monthly payments. So I know what I need to pay exactly each month in order for that to happen. And I know what our plan is. I know Laura and I have set a budget. I know what that plan is. I know what we're putting towards it. Uh, another step in that is we need to stay on budget for 12 months. That's one of Laura and I's goals is to, to, to achieve our budget and make budget every single month, all 12 months. We need to stay on budget. We need to use extra money from birthdays, Christmases, gifts, tax returns to pay off the school loans. Right? So we're already, those are some steps we're taking. We're designating money that will come in that's extra to go towards student loans. And then, um, yeah, so those are the big ones. I mean, this is just very, very simple. I wanted to use a smaller one. But the, basically all you're doing is breaking down each goal into small steps. And think of everything you need to do to achieve that. So who do you need to connect with? So in my school loans, hey, who's already paid off their school loans that's pretty knowledgeable about this that I could connect with that they could help me think this through? Or, uh, man, is there a way to refinance so I can get a lower cost? I mean, any of the questions that you think you need to ask, if you have a fitness goal and you want to lose 20 pounds, hey, what's the best way to eat um, to change my the way I eat as opposed to just getting on a new diet or a kick. Who can I meet with that's a nutrition expert or knows what they're talking about that can help me set up uh, a plan of what to eat and who can help me with my workouts? What Who do I need to connect with? What questions do I need to ask? What skills do I need to learn? Um, do I need to take any classes? Again, what do I need to do on a daily basis? What are small steps I can take towards that? You want to think of everything you can and basically make a huge, huge, huge to-do list for each one of your goals. And again, from the beginning to the end, so you have the whole thing on paper. And then all you're going to do from there is once you have your quote-unquote to-do list for each goal, you're just going to take some of those some of those tasks every single day and put them on your to-do list. Every day you should have one, at least one, if not two or three, small little steps that you can take towards each of your goals. What, are one, what is one step I can take today? It might be something as simple as making a phone call. It might be something as simple as actually exercising. Whatever that step is, determine all those steps and make sure you're doing something every day to help accomplish those things. Put them in order of the, the sequence that they need to be done, but make sure that they're getting onto your to-do list once you've listed all the steps you need to accomplish. And then do one thing every day. So that, that's how you're going to make your goal. That's how you're going to achieve your goals is breaking them up into small steps that you can do every single day.
So let's talk about the accountability side of this. I really, really encourage you to, to tell someone about your goals. So once you've set your goals, you've made them smart goals, and then you've reverse engineered them, you actually have all the steps laid out on how to achieve your goals, I want you to meet with somebody. Uh, it could be a spouse, it could be a friend, it could be a mentor, it could be a group that you get together with, but I encourage you to share your goals with someone. Share your goals publicly. Why? Because one, there's just something freeing about doing that. And two, it provides accountability. If you know someone's going to be checking in with you and saying, hey, how are you doing with this? How far along are you with this? Man, it pushes you to achieve more. It pushes you to go farther and harder. So share your goals with someone and ask them to meet on a reoccurring basis. You can ask them to meet once a week. You can ask them to meet biweekly. You can ask them to meet once a month, once a quarter. I don't care what system you develop, but find somebody. And listen, you don't have to tell the whole world. You don't have to meet with 500 people, but find one or two people that you can meet with consistently that will ask you tough questions and make sure you're on track to achieve all your goals. And listen, you might get mad at them because you're not going as far as, as you, you're not making as much progress as they think you should be. But hey, those are the kind of people you want in your life. You want people that'll push you to go further and faster. So tell someone your goals. Last two, uh, I want you to review your goals daily, monthly, quarterly, and annually. Review your goals daily, monthly, quarterly, and annually. Again, if you can write down your top 10 goals every day, great. If not, have them on your phone. You carry your phone with you everywhere you go. Just look at that list and review them every day just so you're staying on track every day. And then once a month, I just want you to check in and just take an hour and just reflect on how you spent that month. Hey, how did I spend this month? Did I, did I accomplish as much as I wanted to accomplish? Did, um, am I on track to meet my goals? So spend some time reflecting and then spend the next uh, hour planning out the next month. Hey, what do I need to do every day to take steps towards achieving these goals? What do I need to do in the next month? And really plan out the next month. And then once a quarter, just review, same thing, review how you used one quarter, plan how you're going to use the next, and then annually, this would be your year-end review, and we talked about that in December. But make sure you're reviewing your, pro your progress daily, monthly, quarterly, and annually. And also, I would just encourage you to, to review your goals to make sure they're still realistic and still actually goals. And hey, if you achieve all of your goals in six months, set new ones. But actually, just make sure you're on progress, make sure you're, you're going after the things you want to go after and then finally celebrate progress I know I have trouble with this I have trouble celebrating because once I achieve something I'm like okay what's next but I really do believe that we need to take time and celebrate hey if you lose if you if your goal is to lose 20 pounds and you lose 10 pounds celebrate hey if, if your goal is to publish uh, for me, I want to publish 144 blog posts this year. If I get halfway through the year and I'm, I'm on track, I should celebrate. I mean, it's something to celebrate. And at the end of the year, if you accomplish your goals, take time to celebrate. Take a loved one out to dinner and talk to her or him about the goals that they accomplished. Talk about the goals you accomplished and just celebrate. Celebrate the progress of not just what you've achieved, but who you've become by achieving those goals, which is the whole point of even setting goals to become someone that you weren't before to become better to grow to the next level celebrate your process 
So let me run through this one more time. Just a quick summary, and then we'll be done. Um, remember why we should set goals. Make sure you set and write down your goals. Actually write them down. I encourage you to write down 10 goals at least once a week just to keep them in front of you uh, and also keep them on your phone so you're constantly um, keeping them fresh in your mind. Then we talked about reverse engineering your goals, literally laying out the entire process for how to get there. Every single step you can think of, listing absolutely everything. And we talked about once you have that, telling someone your goals, meeting with a mentor or a friend, and actually saying, hey, this is what I want to accomplish this year, and asking them to hold you accountable to that. Then we talked about reviewing your goals daily, monthly, quarterly, and annually. And finally, we talked about celebrating your progress. Once again, this is, this is my system. I hope that this podcast has helped you. And I promise that you, once you get in the habit of setting goals and reverse engineering them and breaking them up and pursuing and taking steps towards them every day, it just gets addicting. I mean, it's, it's exciting. And you'll accomplish goals faster than you've ever accomplished them. You'll accomplish more and you'll become more than you've ever become in the, the, all the previous years before that you never set goals. So if there's anything I can do to help you in this process or to add value to your life, or if you have any questions for me, please feel free to email me or leave a comment in the, the comment section below. My email address is dougsmithlive at gmail.com, and I'd love to help you in any way I can. Thank you so much. Uh, for listening to this month's edition of the Learning to Lead podcast. Next month, we have an interview with Kent Chevalier. He's the lead pastor at the Northway Wexford campus in Pittsburgh and doing phenomenal things there. And I believe I'm going to be talking on the subject of networking and um, and how to network uh, with the right people and, and meet people. So, again, thank you so much for listening. Hope you have a great, great day. And uh, listen, hey, if you accomplish goals this year, I want to hear about them. I want to hear what goals you're setting. I want to hear what you've at- accomplished and how this podcast has helped you go further faster. Thank you so much.